Hey everybody, this is Nerd Boy IV with Minority Time Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We sincerely hope that everybody's summer is going as great as it possibly can in this um, weird dystopian apocalyptic hellscape that we call Earth right now. But, you know, we're, uh, we're going to kind of have a little fun today. Uh, Kay Thanks, you want to explain what we're doing today? Sure. So, hey, everybody. Kate, thanks. Um, so what we're doing today is we all know, like, there's been some recent developments with women's reproductive rights and health um, and the overturning of Roe uh, v. Wade. So we thought, why not challenge ourselves and see how well um, we know female anatomy when it really seems like our politicians don't? since they feel the need to regulate um, women's bodies. So for that reason, we are going to play a Kahoot game today in which we basically kind of test our knowledge against each other and seeing how well we know female, or at least let me rephrase, let me be more inclusive, people with a uterus, how well we know their anatomy. Um, and hopefully it'll be entertaining and hopefully we all don't suck at this because that would be yes. kind of bad for the point of what this is about. <laughs> yeah, very, very bad. Very, very bad. <laughs> I also forgot to introduce, you know, Kay Things and Saucy Salad, my two besties yes. are here with me also. Besties for life. Been a while. Hey guys. <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. Um, so I guess without further ado, I'm going to kind of um, act as the host, I guess, of the Kahoot game. Um, and so I guess with that, I think we got everything rolling here so we can go ahead and start. All right. All right, so this is Kahoot Plus. I don't know how that changes anything, but the topic is female anatomy, and our first question will be coming up here shortly. All right, developing, let's see, I can't see the question. The developing infant during the third through the eighth week after conception is called what? Third through the eighth week. Third through the eighth week. That feels pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> I my god, I this wrong actually because I oh. yep, Oof. yep, 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 <laughs> and it's sad because like also let me say this I used to actually teach some of this to high school students like in the um, intro to psych course that we had, and there was a brief section where we had to go over like sexual reproduction and development and stuff, and so I knew that it was embryo. Embryo is the correct answer. That's what you call it, the developing infant um, from the third to the eighth week. After that, then it goes to zygote. I believe no zygote is the zygote is the initial right that's the it's initial yes that's what it is egg. then it's embryo then it's fetus and then it's you know, baby once it's out the womb and see so. I knew that too because I clearly just explained what a zygote <laughs> is but I cried <laughs> for the life of me like does does that only exist <laughs> like I, I didn't know the timeline of it <laughs> right right <laughs> So, yeah, obviously we're all a little rusty when it comes to like, our biology. So with that, the only person to get that question correct was Saucy Sally. So, ooh, ooh, Saucy yeah. Sally. All right. Um, she, comes in, <laughs> she comes in with 720 points and me and her boy have nothing. On the board. Before we, we move on wrong. to the next question, uh, Sally, tell us a little bit about your mental. How was it going into that first question and what allowed you to uh, really knock it out of the park? Well, you know, it was just one of those things where I was like, hmm, okay, let me see. Third or eighth, that sounds early. I'm like, hmm, zygote though, that's, I think maybe initially. So I was like, hmm, I know people always talk about embryos. So I'm going to go with embryo. Excellent. Strategy. <laughs> and uh, that's it for us on the field, Bob. Back to you, Kay. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, here's our next question. It says three common types of cancer that hinder female reproductive health are. Yeah. I'm guessing this is like either multiple answers or if you at least get one of them, then you're you're good. Right. So. Okay. Yep. So the options were cervical, breast, ovarian, or stomach cancer. Um, the wrong answer, hopefully, to everybody who is listening to this was that it's not stomach cancer. That one affects a woman's or female reproductive health, but cervical cancer, ovarian cancer, and breast cancer certainly would. And so it looks like all of us got that one. Yes. Um, but Saucy Sally still in the lead with 16, over 1,600 points. Snare Boy is in second, and I unfortunately am in third, so I need to work on my response time. So it, it says I'm on the podium. You're on the podium. Yes, we are technically all on the podium because there are only three of us. Oh, damn. but you are you are number one so you are killing it right now saucy all right here we go next question blood poisoning that occurs as a result of improper tampon use or bad hygienic practices oh i know that one yes i don't, they used to say this to us all the time about i don't know if it's because like going to catholic school and they also like people will get I don't know about anybody else experienced this, but I want to talk about this for a second. Mm -hmm. So when they're like telling you about like periods and stuff and like pads and tampons and all that, I feel like people, especially in the South and in like Bible be belt communities, if you're wearing tampons, then that just means like you out here, like you just yes. you're yeah. being fast. Yeah. So like, I don't know if they would always stress like toxic shock syndrome to us to like scare us into not wearing tampons in the hopes that like oh, okay you're not gonna be out here being a harlot or what mm -hmm. but that was just like if i remember nothing else from sex ed it was tss yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah. You're, yeah i was always scared about that too like especially like initially when i i think there is like a scare like they they try to like almost dissuade you you know like I remember like even like reading the box about it, like seeing like the warning and like like I was like, oh my gosh, should I even be using these? Like I'm like and, right. I like you think the way they like they they put it out there, like that it's really, really common, which like and not to say that there aren't cases of toxic syndrome, but you think that women were just walking around and they they just like left you know, and right. Left right. and right, they're falling down with DSS. Right in the middle of the classroom, outside grocery shopping. What got it? CSS math. Right. <laughs> well, Plus, I think there was like an episode of like either House or like Grey's Anatomy or so. Like for some reason, I remember seeing an episode of TV on this when I was younger. I was like, "That's fucking terrifying." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like. And then it's like one of those things, like it's a necessity, like, you know, like you, well, first of all, like options for like managing your period or like, I mean, I think now we have a little bit more like option wise, but it's like really pretty much tampons and pads, you know, and, and then like, if you're one of those people who have a heavy flow, like you get to wear them both, you know, or right. like the liner and like now they have, you know, like they'll have period underwear, they have, um, you know, yeah. I use spirit underwear. Yeah, like, you know, I, I, I haven't tried them, but I've been curious about them. And then like, they'll have like the, great. the flexes, you know, mm -hmm. or they'll have like the cup. The diva uh, cup, yeah. Yeah, the diva cup. I've, I've tried the flex, um, 
but I just, it was just like too much of a hassle to try to like insert it and all of that. Like, I know like people feel comfortable with it, but I just, right. like, I mean, like, I just, just give me a tampon. I can take that like all day, but yeah, yeah. it definitely was scary. Like initially for sure. Like I'm going to get toxic, toxic syndrome. Like I'm going to die from wearing a tampon. Right. <laughs> right. And I just want to say that this question was brought to us by the companies that develop hygiene products, even though right now we are in a tampon and pad shortage. Wait, what? Really? There is a shortage, yes, right now. Like my sister, uh, I was talking to her about this the other day, and she's in Illinois, and she said that her Kroger has had to limit, like, you know, like when the pandemic first started, people were like, okay, you can't buy more than two, like, packs of toilet paper. They're doing that there um, for feminine hygiene products. You cannot what? buy more than two. And I was like, now, depending on how your flow is and how stuff is going for you and how many people in your household actually menstruate, I was like, two packs is not going to hold it. That's <laughs> that's that's not going to help nobody, depending on, like, how many people you got actually getting menstruated and then, like, how their flow is. So shout out to the people in Illinois and probably other states where that's a thing. <laughs> like, All right. so Clearly, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, like, there is a shortage right now because yeah. of supply chain issues or something. So, I don't know. Baby formula shortage and like, so you're damned if you have a baby, you're damned if you're done. Yeah. And yeah, essentially. Yeah. So. All right. And then Saucy Sally's still killing it in the lead with over 2,600 points. I am still, unfortunately, in third place and our boy is in second. <laughs> so we're going to keep it moving with our next question here. All right. Next question. The rope-like structure stretching from the uter- the fetus's belly button to the placenta is the... Oh, please get this. Chain of life. Duh. Damn it. <laughs> so the options were amniotic sac, placenta, which I was like, that was literally in the question. Umbilical, umbilical cord? I cannot say that word. And then chain of life, which, you know, Honestly, chain of life sounds like a better term yeah, than unbiblical yeah. cord anyway. I mm. think we should just vote to change it to chain of life. Yes, I agree. Because it's not wrong. It's not. Like, not wrong. It sounds so cool. It does. Now, I just want to say that so far, we've been doing pretty well so far. We've gotten it. With the exception of that first question, all of us yeah. have gotten the questions right. So mm-hmm. we're doing pretty good. Again, Saucy Sally killing it. With over 3,500 points, Nerdboy comes in at 29, over 2,900 points, and I'm so close <laughs> to almost breaking 2,900 points. I think it's because my stuff is delayed, but I'm not going to say that it's my phone or anything. So we're just going to keep it moving. I'm trying to be the best woman out here. I'm coming <laughs> for your neck. <sighs> well, I think, too, we should like also explain to like the scoring. Like With Kahoot, it also goes with speed you get points True. for how quickly you answer your your questions too thank so. you saucy so you get points yes like she said for speed and accuracy and then i want to say you also get points for a streak and so saucy since she has gotten all the questions right she's getting even more points than me and nerd boy because she has had a streak of correct answers yeah she's like she is zooming past us she's killing it wow. Except you can't do that with abortions. Anyway, okay. Um, the female reproductive glands responsible for producing egg cells and estrogen and progesterone. So these are the glands. We're looking for these glands. I don't know. So I'm a guess. I got it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's the ovaries. If you didn't know, ovaries are glands. 
So, or at least the female reproductive glands. Um, the other options were vagina, which no, that's not a gland, um, and reproductive glands, which that's what we were looking for, and then fallopian tubes. No, they are not glands either. Yep, we're doing good, y'all. We're doing good. I'm just so mad that I keep trailing behind, not by even that much, but I'm in third place. Nerboy again, second. Saucy killing it with an answer streak of five correct answers in a row with over 4,500 points. That's it, guys. Okay, sorry. It's not like I studied or anything, you know. (laughs) 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 Oh, saucy. Okay, um, let's go on to the next question, see what's popping here. So, okay, question is, the term given to the union of sperm and egg two weeks after conception? Oh, this is like a 50-50 right here. I'm guessing. <laughs> I was like, eh. Okay, so this is zygote or zygote. How do you say it? Zygote. Zygote. I always call zygote. it zygote. I've heard people say, I don't know, I've heard both. Yeah, I've heard both. Yeah. Um, and this kind of goes back to that first question that we had too, where specifically when the egg and or when the egg is fertilized, that at least two weeks after conception, it's still called a zygote. Zygote. After that, then it becomes a embryo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that right. first question really helped us out with this question. It yeah, did. It did. It did. You ever like do that on a test sometimes where like there's a question that helps you answer like another question, like the answer choices are like, wait a minute, like, oh, okay, that goes here. I I used to love when that happened. Yeah. I was like, thank you. Thank you. You use, I would always tell my students that I'd be like, take, use your test to help you take your test. Cause I was like, most of the time, if you look at other questions, there's other clues to help you answer other ones. So that's true. Um, lineup is the same, but Saucy Sally is dusting us, being almost a thousand points ahead of us at this point. So kudos to you, Saucy, for having answer streak of six in a row. I'm hating. I'm hating. I hate her right now. <laughs> well, we're going to hate on to the next question and hopefully <laughs> that we can actually beat Saucy here. All right. The ripening and release of an ovum, the highest success of pregnancy occurs during this time. Oh, that one. I'm just li- like every time I know I'm the last person who answers because like I'll hit it and then immediately the screen pops up and I'm like, how are y'all so much quicker than me? <laughs> like, well, so I don't. To be fair, you're managing right now. Like, yeah, you know, that is true. You're doing two jobs. Yeah. Giving the test and you're taking the test. That's very true. Like, I guess I need to give myself a little bit of credit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the term here or the correct answer was ovulation. So. When a woman is ovulating, that is the highest success rate of pregnancy that can occur. And specifically what is happening is the ripening and release of an ovum or, as you might know it, an egg. Mm, Okay. Yeah. That's one thing I know women always talk about, like, especially when they're trying to, like, get pregnant of, like, my ovulation calendar, which kind of goes back to those, like, period tractors that, like, a lot of us used to use and a lot of us went ahead and deleted um you know after after the things that progressed uh right. after, um, i kind of liked though like i'm not gonna lie i still have my period tracker just because i'm like listen i need to know <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I need to know 
<laughs> when it's coming, what's happening. Like, I just, I, I like to know. Yeah. Uh, that's probably yeah. more my anxiety talking, but I like to know. And yeah. so um, it was all, like, I know my <laughs> one that I use, it always was very like weird to me. But whenever it's like, they think like I'm in my suspected like ovulation period, they always like put little flowers on like the day countdown thing to let me know like, hey, if you're trying to get pregnant, like now's the best time. And I'm like, I don't need to know any of that information now <laughs> at right. all. There is no right. best time to be pregnant in this country at this point right. for me. Right. So. I'm telling you, avoid it like the plague, man. Um, I know I, I did download that um uh, that Stardust app mm-hmm. and I like I I did I, I hadn't had a period tracker in like forever you know I, I just kind of wing it to be honest like I'm like I know like around the the, the the time period I'm like I think this is the week and sure enough it'd be the week and I'm like okay let me guess usually like my periods run a little bit longer like sometimes mm-hmm. nine or ten days um, but like I did like like being able to like input that in yep. and kind of like see, you know, like prediction wise, like when it could like happen. Um, and then like, yeah, it did have that unique picture of like telling you like what your, did you happen to download it, K-Things, the Stardust? I tried to, and I don't know, like, I think they had a later release date for Android. Mm. And then oh, when okay. I tried to download it, Nerdboy had, or I think it was Nerdboy who had already told us yeah. like, actually they aren't, I okay. felt so bad because we thought that they are so yeah I'd sent you guys the app I was like oh like this is a good like you know alternative to like you know the the tracker apps that like everybody's using and they're like oh yeah you know we don't we don't share your information and then literally like a few maybe it was like a week or two after that TikTok yeah. blew up, they changed like their their terms of service and made it to where it's like well actually now Mm-hmm. it made yeah i feel like they just did that because they wanted the influx of people and then they also were like okay but actually it'd be more lucrative for us to share this information now since we have all of you here so we're just gonna yeah yeah that could have been a part of their whole marketing strategy this whole right. time to be honest so yeah. fucked up. Like, right taking advantage of the marginalized already that's already. Not, if that's not american i don't know what is so <laughs> okay right right all right, so next question. Um, all right, question is true or false? The egg cell is about the size of a period at the end of a sentence. Hmm. I gave an answer, but I don't know. <laughs> so, ah, damn it. Oh, uh, is this my time? to rise it'll be in third place that's what i'm upset about so the answer uh, is true but also i guess in my head i was thinking like like reading these cahoot sentences i'm like an egg is not that big like not the you know as big as like the end of like this period at the end of this sentence versus <laughs> right. like if it was like times new roman to a point fine it actually might be that big yeah because that period's kind of small so the answer is true apparently the egg cell is about the size of a period at the end of a sentence I only know this because I just saw a diagram of this like a few weeks ago and I was like, what? <laughs> I knew it was pretty well, okay. Actually, I knew it was, I mean, it's small, but like relatively. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I know an egg is also like huge compared to a sperm cell. Yeah. Right. Right. So I just hmm. oh. 
All right. Oh my God. <laughs> With that question, Nerve Boy has surpassed Saucy Sally for first place. He has over 6,600 points. Um, Saucy Sally comes in about 6,300, and me still in the 5,000s because apparently I don't know female anatomy as much as I thought. But also, let me preface this I went to Catholic school. So we really just got the don't have sex or you'll die kind of talk. So <laughs> just just know that. Right, right. Or like I, I remember in health class too, where it's like they would go over all of like the different types of like sexual diseases and stuff. And it's like, I never realized that that was definitely a tactic to prevent us yeah. from having sex. Like they were like, we're just going to scare the crap out of them actually. Absolutely. Right. And it's funny because I'm like, I wonder if the adults ever thought like, oh yeah, we're actually like, they're actually really not out here having sex. Right. Like who would, you know, like actually engage or like even thinking back to like when they were kids, like, did that stop you? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just interesting how sex education works in various states and various schools now look at them and <laughs> population declining <laughs> right okay the pear-shaped organ where the fetus is housed oh fuck <laughs> hey nerd boy i'm gonna have to talk about you for a second i really am if you gave okay so here are the answer options for everybody at home who's listening so the pear-shaped organ where the fetus is housed your cervix uterus vagina fallopian tubes so the correct answer here is uterus all right in my defense (laughs) boy did not say uterus he said cervix in my defense the word pear-shaped completely threw me off completely threw me off <laughs> like, i had to remember what shape a pear was and i was like i was like a uterus isn't pear i was like a uterus is like upside down pear shape right it's not like a right side up pear shape right i mean <laughs> i think it is upside down like Bigger when you turn a pear upside down yeah. yeah but it's still a pear it's, it's still, still a pear, pear though put inverted pear shape on this <laughs> I demand a recount. <laughs> Come on, though. Where is it? It says where the fetus is housed. Right. Where the fetus is housed. At oh that my. point, I panicked. I picked <laughs> cervix. Because I'm like, the cervix, like in all those medical shows that you watch, like even if you don't know anything about female anatomy, they always like, how dilate? Like it's the cervix. That's, that's the part that dilates. That's her dilates. That's the opening. So, like when a woman is pregnant and she's about to give birth, and they're like, Oh, how dilated are you? The cervix is the part that's the actual opening. I know that at least. Uh, so it's like uterus, cervix, vagina, yeah, vaginal yeah. canal. Yeah. <sighs> well, okay, let's see who how that changed up the podium. Maybe I'm not, hopefully, I'm not in the third place again. If I am, I'm gonna scream. Like this oh my God, I'm still oh. in third place. Whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> What must I do? I don't understand. You're only like a hundred, like a hundred points away, though. So, like, okay, well, Saucy Sally's in the lead. Our boys in second. I'm in third. 
<laughs> Woohoo. I didn't even get a chance to gloat off of my victory from the last round. Mm. I've been in third place this whole game. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything from you. <laughs> okay, I'm uh-huh. done now. Here we go. Next question. All right. Uh, the opening at the lower end of the uterus dilates during, oh my God, during <laughs> delivery. <laughs> And watch me still be in third place. That's why I'm making this face because I'm gonna still be in third place. Oh, the answer is cervix, and I just gave that explanation, so I'm not giving it again. <laughs> and I'm still in third place. Saucy is still in first. Nerd boy is still in second. Do y'all have any comments? Because I got nothing right now. I mean, that was just too fucking perfect, though. Yeah, like it really was. Sure. Like. Like, like, talk about tip of the head, top of the head there, like. And what's sad is, like, these questions are randomized, so, like, that was just random luck that that was the next question that popped up. (laughs) They weren't even ordered that way. Right, yeah, it is randomized. But if you look at the score, you just got to get one right that we don't. That's it. I don't think that's going to be in my future, but we'll see. We are only on question 10, and I think we got 11 more left, so here we go. (laughs) Next question. The thin membrane partly or entirely covering the vaginal opening in young girls is called the. Mm. All right, hymen. Um, colloquially, or I guess like slang terms, you might hear this called cherry. Mm. Um, you hear, like people talk about popping the cherry, that's kind of what they're talking about. So, um, but it is the hymen. Um, also outdated, and this is a myth that like if you you can check to see if a girl's hymen is still intact, and then that like will prove she's a virgin or not. That's actually not true. Yeah, no. but it didn't stop for centuries of men doing that to see if women were actually not out here enjoying themselves sexually. So whatever. You know what? I always imagine that as like a fucking sheet, like some sort of like like a like a sheet over the vagina. Like, like one of those like safety seals, like if you're pulling off a can of Pringles or something. Yep. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's really how people kind of conceptualize it. The other thing it's always been talked about. Yeah. The other thing with it is too is that like actually there's multiple like ways of like breaking your hymen. So like you could like have that happen just through like injury, like a sports injury or something. And I honestly I don't know this for sure, but like I want to say when I was in high school. I actually broke it just from like playing sports. Yeah, any sort of like activity, damn near. Yeah, and I just remember being really sore, being like, I don't know what I just did, but like, ow. (laughs) But it's not the only way to break it. Is not just through like sexual intercourse or penetration. So just throwing that out there. Okay, Saucy Sally has the highest answer streak, or she at least got three correct in a row. Her boy is still in second. I'm still in third. I don't like where I am right now. So we're gonna go to the next question. It's fine. All right. Uh, this question says: True or false? The egg cells referred to as an ovum, singular or ova, plural. Hmm. I might have this wrong. No, I don't. Okay. Oh. Hey, we got that one all right. Like. <laughs> yes. That's cool. I yeah. will say, like, the number of questions that we are actually getting right is. Yeah significantly higher than what i was scared that we would say true (laughs) i was like it would be terrible if we like completely bombed this yeah that's very true i thought i was gonna get canceled i was like guys we're gonna we can't put this episode out 
<laughs> you gotta record something else. <laughs> I would want to see how many of the people actually uh, on the Supreme Court could do this coup. What would their score be? Or in Congress? Or good yes. old Daddy Biden seeing if he could pass this? Like, I want to know. You know what? Like, we, we should send this to them, actually. Yeah. We should send this to them, and they, they can all play, see, like, who gets, like, the highest score, and you know, best score wins and gets to decide what the fuck is going to be going on. And yeah. I, don't know. I agree. And even for our, like our listeners, probably like when we post this episode, like even um, like on our Instagram or Facebook page, maybe we can put the link to this coup. So you can test your own knowledge and play against your own friends to see like, you know, female reproductive or people with the uterus, their reproductive health system. What does it look like? So, mm-hmm. all right. So saucy. Kudos to you because you just broke 10,000 points. So we are in five digits for you. Nerd Boy is coming in at almost 9,600. Me, I'm still in 9,400. But who gave me a shout out because I have an answer streak of four correct answers in a row. Nice. Thank you for the consolation prize. Kahoot. You're on fire. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right, here is the next question. The organ that permits the exchange of materials between maternal and fetal blood is the? Let's go. Got it right. I clicked it too too fast. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, that was me, guys. That was me. I fucked that one up. Uh Uh-oh. The correct answer, while Nerdboy does his victory dance in the background, is the placenta. Um, some of you, and honestly, Saucy, I was thinking this too at first. Some of you might be thinking, oh, isn't that the umbilical cord? No, it is not the organ that permits the exchange for it. The umbilical cord is really just like kind of the transport system to take nutrients from the mother to the placenta so that it can be exchanged between the fetus and the... See, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. Damn. All right, let's see. Let's see see how it affected the scores. I'm just hoping for not third place. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, my. How the mighty have fallen. (laughs) As you can tell from our um, groans and, like, shouts of excitement, Nerdboy is now in first place uh, with 10,500 points. I am now in second place, finally, uh, with 10,400 points. And Saucy, because she got that question wrong, she is over just 10,000. And I have an answer streak of five questions correct in a row. Just throwing that out there for myself. So Saucy, just to get some commentary from you, how does it feel now to be knocked out to not only like out of the first place, but all the way down to third? I mean, I, I, I was expecting like maybe second, but for them to just like go ahead and just give me all the way down to third place. I don't, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's not fair, but I mean, you, you gotta take the L, so I'm gonna take the L, but it hurts, it hurts real, real bad. And um, hopefully, you know, like with this next one, I'll start a second, a third streak and I'll get back on top. So we'll, we'll see, but you know, you just gotta bounce back. You gotta bounce back. That's where I'm at right now. All right. And nerd boy, over to you. How are you feeling now, being first place? Woo! <laughs> that's all I got to say. Right. I think that sums it up. Um, with that, we will go on to our next question. All right, the tube or tubes traversed by the female egg cell during her menstrual cycle or conception. 
All right. Now, obviously, the term tube or tubes gave this away. So the answer options were vagina. That's not even vagina. That's vajiva. Vajiva. <laughs> vajiva. <laughs> cervix or the urethra and fallopian tubes. And so the correct answer here is definitely fallopian tubes. All right. So we have the same lineup. Nerd Boy is still coming in at first place. Me, right. Kay Thangs coming in at second place, and Saucy Sally is still in third. We are all yeah. very close. We, we are, are yes, close. it is, yeah. it is. We are all over 11,000 points. Yeah. All of us are within about 500 points of each other, so this really could be anybody's game, because we still got, like, seven more questions left after this. That's right, that's right. Coming for you guys. Coming for y'all. <laughs> Saucy Sally is looking, don't, looking don't for a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> all right, with that, let's go on to the next question. Let's get this game going. All right, true or false, a baby girl holds more than half a million immature ova in her ovaries. Like, this is going to be one of those questions that, 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 uh, make or break. <clears throat> it is. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the answer to this is actually true. So one thing I remember learning, at least, is that, like, women, you are born with as many eggs as you're ever going to have, in right. your, like, when you're just even, like, a baby. So, yeah. like, you can't make more. You, I mean, you can lose them, but you can't make more. Whereas men, it's very different because they kind of make sperm forever. All day, right? every day. Um, but women, as many eggs as you have, that's as many eggs as you're going to get. So... Half a million. Like, I knew that. Like, I knew that we had, like, a bunch, but half a million sounded like a lot, you know? Like, like, I just, I was like, half a million? Hmm." Now, just because we're born with it doesn't mean that they're, A, all viable. Doesn't mean that they're, B, going to even, like, be released or dropped or whatever. That's just how many we got. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Like, they just be sitting in there. Yep. (laughs) They just sit in there. Half a million little eggs. It's like ova inception because it's like you were an ova in an ova in another ova and you have ova in you. Like it's so weird. (laughs) You know, have you heard of that story of like or like the the kind of like um, talking about like you were like you were in your grandmother at one point or something like that? Yep. Like you were an egg and your mother who was like, you know. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know how to say it, but it's like, it's like, I mean, it's really like inception. Like you were an egg and an egg and an egg and another egg, like in your great, great grandmother. Like all of the, almost all of the material to like make you possible was like been in somebody else from like thousands of years ago, basically. And it's just weird to think about. Human body mm-hmm. is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm definitely not coming back, guys. Not you might. Right. Yeah. Don't know what these last six hold. Don't rule it out. Somebody, we can mess up. It could be a really hard question coming up. Um, so right now, the scores are Nerd Boy IV is still in first place. Kudos to you. He has 12,500. Um, I'm in second place, pretty close to 12,400. And then Saucy, unfortunately, she got that question wrong. So she is still sitting over 11,000. Um, but she is close to 11,100 points. So I do want to give her that. Thank, thank you. I appreciate that. 
trying to help you out. I'm trying to give you a little something, okay? I would like to state that for the record, most of this knowledge is because I'm a man in STEM. That's it. Nothing. I took a few biology classes. I kissed a few girls. That's it. Now oh. listen. Listen up, men. Just listen. Listen to women. Learn a lot. <laughs> Right. I was like, also, you have been a man, like, in a lot of very like female dominant circles, like your friend group in college. You has two sisters, yeah. so there is that to consider as well. Been around eggs and eggs and eggs my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, nerd boy. With that, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our next question. All right. So this question says the folds of skin at the entry of the vagina are called the the private parts. I know. <laughs> you see oh. that answer till now, that answer option. Oh. I, I... Extra skin. <laughs> that would be the most anticlimactic name if that was actually the name. Just extra skin. All right. So the answer options that have us cracking up over here were clitoris, extra skin, labia, or private parts obviously two of those you can immediately rule out so the correct answer here was labia <laughs> extra skin <laughs> that seemed like, like... A, a smut novel <laughs> <laughs> began to caress her extra skin oh my gosh <laughs> it really does it would fit oh my god i was gonna say kudos to the whoever made this quiz like you could tell, like, by the end of it, they were like, okay, let me see. Mm-hmm. You know what? And let's see. Let's see who this person's username is. We want to give a shout out to B. Gilbert. Oh, wait. No, this is not B. Gilbert. Oh, no, this is, it's, yeah. So B. Gilbert 2244, who created this four years ago and made it a public kahoot. Thanks, B. Gilbert. Um, and uh, so far, the game has had over almost 700 players. I guess with us, it would be over 700 players. So yeah. again, we'll share the link to this, and y'all can give it a give it a try um, in your own free time and test your knowledge with your own friends. All right. So I think at this point, we got what five questions left. Yep. Yep. So let's yeah. go ahead and let's see what champions will be made in these last these last questions. All right. The technical term given to the joining of an ovum and sperm cell. Oh, fuck! No! Wait a minute. Wait. This is my moment. This is my moment. This is my moment. This is my moment. If nerve, if because with that, that was nerve boy. And if it was, this okay. You could be on top. Everybody, calm down. It's fine. Everybody, (laughs) it's it's gonna be great. Okay, so here we go. So the answer, the correct answer to this, the technical term given to the joining of an ovum and sperm cell is fertilization not conception damn it for the anybody know for the folks at home but i mean i know but and i can explain it, but y'all know what conception actually is clearly i don't <laughs> <laughs> okay so you can have it to where the ovum and the sperm cell join so that's fertilization conception is not until that fertilized ovum gets into the if i'm not mistaken and i could be wrong so if y'all out there no more than me please correct me later but conception is not until that fertilized ovum actually gets into the uterus and like embeds itself because a woman's not actually pregnant until the ovum is is in the uterine lining 
if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Well, I would have, so, yeah. You know, like how you get like plan B pills mm-hmm. and people are like, that's the abortion pill. Actually, it's not because you can have an egg that's fertilized, but never embeds into um, the uterus. So there's never a point of conception. Whereas, um, so that's one of the reasons why like also plan B pills don't count as like abortion pills because I was like, they don't stop. They stop conception. They don't actually, or they stop conception from actually being started and they don't mm-hmm. actually like terminate conception. Because if you're pregnant mm-hmm. and you take plan B, but like if it's conception has already happened, you that's can't, you, 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 you're, you're pregnant. That's you, it. Concepted. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but it can stop that fertilized ovum from embedding into the uterine lining in the first place. Mm. okay so i just want to it's all take a breath (laughs) because this is my moment so just saying all right after the longest (laughs) hardest struggle and the biggest come up of the century perhaps k things me yours truly is now in first place with over fourteen thousand points and an answer streak of nine answers correct in a row damn oh you doing it you're killing it i'll take your applause right now thank you <laughs> okay but not i mean again my teammates here my co-hosts here are still in the game so our boy is coming in at second place with over 3500 or 13500 points and then saucy sally at about 13,000 points as well so we still have four more questions so this could be anybody's game now hopefully with all that bragging and showboating I just did, I don't mess up <laughs> and lose my lead. But you never know. Okay? <clears throat> I don't know what questions are coming up next. So here we go. All right, next question. Inflammation of the vagina, a bacterial infection resulting in discharge, itching, and pain. Oh, it's like, I think I got it wrong, but I didn't. Okay. Vaginitis. Okay, it's not cancer. Thank God. It's not cancer when that happens. Um, it's not HPV, HPV, which can also lead to cancer, can it? Can lead to cervical yeah. cancer, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I don't gross, I guess it's I don't know if they R O S E Grose, maybe. I don't I don't know if they I never heard of that. Never heard of it. Yeah, I don't know if they respond to just I don't know what that is. So, but it's vaginitis. Okay. And I will also say this, like, just as like anecdotally. Um, bacterial infections in the vagina like they're not like that's not to say you get them all the time but they're really not as uncommon as you think so like if you think something's mm-hmm. going on down there just go talk to your gynecologist like mm-hmm. just be like hey i don't know what this is to mm-hmm. help me there's some simple like medicines and other things that you can do to fix it so i'm just just throwing that out there it's not as um there's a lot of stigma i think around it of like oh you must not be clean or you must not be doing this or that but really they're more common than you think and you could not be doing anything wrong necessarily mm-hmm. so yeah. all right Whew. still kept my lead y'all we're good <laughs> so yeah. uh, i'm coming in at first place with fifteen thousand three hundred points nerd boy at fourth place with fourteen thousand five hundred points and saucy sally at thirteen thousand almost pretty close to fourteen thousand so i'm gonna just yeah, I am. 14, I'm almost there. he's almost, almost there. there um so at this point, now we're down to what? Three questions? Three questions. Make a break time. Make a break time. This, this is make a break. This is where, you know, legends are made right now in these last three questions. So let's see how it's going to go. All right. The muscular tube leading from the external genitals, the labia, to the cervix of the uterus. 
Now, this ain't fair because my thing didn't pop up on time, but I'm not going to say that. Painless. <laughs> is that an option? <laughs> yes, yes, it oh is. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even see it. Okay, so. <laughs> wow. Okay, the options were for this question. You could have vagina, uterus, penis, or labia. Obviously, it's not a penis. <laughs> not in this case. It's not wrong. If that thing in there, it's in there. It's a muscular tube. <laughs> Thank you, nerd boy. <laughs> I think my face says everything right now. So, uh, the correct answer here is vagina, since we're talking about people with uteruses. Um, and that's not to say like you can obviously have an intersex situation or something right. like that. But for this question, traditionally we were talking about just a vagina, not a penis. But thank you, nerd boy, for that excitement that you showed us earlier. Yes, yes, we appreciate that the enthusiasm. Right. <laughs> Okay, so I'm still in the lead. Yes. I'm surprised. <laughs> so we're surprised to be honest. Um, so I'm coming in at 16,300 points, Nerdboy at 15,500 points, and Saucy Sally at 15,000 points as well. You got two more questions left, y'all. So let's see how, see how things go. Maybe somebody, there might be huge upsets. There might be some, you know. No one Kahoot plus. You never know, right? <laughs> Kahoot Plus. The plus is a mystery. You never know what's going to happen. Right. So. So let's let's go ahead and get it started here. All right. Question is, oops, can't see it. Just past the late, I'm sorry, labia minora and medora, a small, easily stimulated portion of the female anatomy. Now, I'm going to say this. If you have not discovered this part of the female anatomy yet, or again, people with the uterus, you might want to. It's very, it can be very fun. Just saying, It'd be very fun for people Arguably to figure out what it is, and see what it does. Arguably, best part. Yeah, it is the clitoris. Okay. Yeah. All right. So with that, still got my lead, y'all. I'm so surprised. Sorry, I just gotta throw that out there. Just, okay. just the fact that you're over seventeen thousand. Yeah. Now listen, because let me tell you, half through way through the game, I was still in third place. I did not get out of third place until like five questions ago. That's true. That is true. That wow. Is going strong. This is just proof that if you started from the bottom, you can now be here. Like you can, you can get to the top. It's fine. Right. Those who came, who come last, will go, will come first. So, yeah, and those apparently who were first can become last. Right. Right. Especially since we're talking about female anatomy, I think it's appropriate that we talk about coming. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Especially right after there. a click question. Right. Got to throw in those puns. So. <laughs> All right. And shout out to you, Nerd Boy, for actually making a comeback with getting three correct answers in a row. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so this is our last question. We will see. Can I pull through and maintain my lead? Or will Nerd Boy or Saucy Sally come through? And will we change the lineup? We're going to see how that final podium is really going to look. All right, here we go. (laughs) Final question. The cyclical ripening of an ovum and the preparation of the uterus for pregnancy is called the... Oh, that, oh, I thought I pressed the wrong button. I almost <laughs> I got a little too nervous. <laughs> okay. It's birthing process. I, I, why ripening? The, the, the ripening of it. I'm like, that, right. that just sounds like 
it doesn't sound right <laughs> it doesn't at all <laughs> I mean I know that's like kind of what's happening like it is like preparing it for being like for <sighs> optimal fertilization purposes or whatever but at the same time it just it does not sound right um it is not the gestation period it is not well actually it is kind of painful sometimes the process is can be painful mm-hmm. uh, but it is not painful and it's not birthing process it is the menstrual cycle also known as period um sometimes it's called what is i've heard what's all the different terms y'all have had for a period like that you've heard yeah, flow, um, i've heard strawberry week weirdly enough oh, shark week red shark week yep them. yep um mother ant flow yeah mother oh. nature yeah, I've heard a lot of different terms, but it's the menstrual cycle. Menses, sometimes you might hear it called Menses, too. Yeah. Yeah. Cycle. Cycle. All right. So that was our final question. So here's our lineup. In third place, we have Saucy Sally. In second place, we have Nerdboy Nerd Boy IV. I'm sorry. And then in first place, yours truly. Hey. Let the confetti roll down. Hey. 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 All right. Just like, just so people know, like the confetti, the screen is like filled with confetti, and our names are like bouncing up and down. And yes, we are in the fanfare. Hey, thanks. We have to get an, an interview from you real quick before you go to the locker room to celebrate. Um, how does it feel to come literally from the bottom? Um, you well, know, there, there were people in the audience that said that you couldn't do it, and more than halfway through the game, what did you dig down into to really not only make it out of the bottom, but to make it to first place and to win the entire game? You know, I really, I just want to take this moment to thank my haters, thank my doubters, because that gave me the motivation (laughs) to do better and to claw my way up to the top. And then I also want to thank the fact that, you know, I have female reproductive organs and that I really kind of got, you know, intuitively knew what some of these answers were. Um, I really pulled up on my like my female energy, um, big vagina energy, if you will, <laughs> to actually get my way to first place and to claim victory. So I want to thank myself for being a woman, and I want to thank my haters, and that's all I got for y'all today. Oh, oh my God! Man. All right, Amazing. I love that. I'm gonna have to use that one. Like, what is that? What big is that? vagina, BVE, 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 big vagina like, energy. Make there it a hashtag, go. y'all. That's going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that, actually. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. fun. And I, I will say, if we look at the number of questions that we actually got right, like... We did really yeah. good. We did yeah. really good. Like, Kudos to all of us. Yeah. 18 out of 21 was like the lowest. Both me yeah, and the lowest. You know, yeah. Like Catherine, uh, K things got 19. Yeah. One question difference. One question difference. Yeah. But that just goes to show like how Kahoot like works because it's not yeah. just on like mm-hmm. correct answer, it's also taking into the streaks, taking into like the speed. So if mm-hmm. your thumbs are not quick enough, mm, you know. That's it. Yeah, out of here. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. We'll I feel like this is one of those things we'll definitely be doing this again. Like for like. Oh yeah, yeah. This was insanely fun. Like, hopefully not under these circumstances. (laughs) It's where we're losing female reproductive health rights. All right, guys. (laughs) Today we're doing a quiz on uh, slavery. (laughs) 
Yeah, let's um, uh, <laughs> hopefully that doesn't fall into come into play here. So, oh my gosh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was such a great idea, Kay. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, it really was. It really I just was. I wanted, I mean, I know probably for all of our listeners out there, like now some of you this might be in it because I don't, I don't want to assume like I know people out there like that who are listening, but maybe for you, this was like something that you wanted to happen. But for a lot of us, this was something that we did not want to happen. It's very devastating news. It feels like we're kind of taking a step in the wrong direction. Like we're going back in history instead of going forward. So I just wanted a more kind of like lighthearted way to really discuss this issue. Um, when it is such like a big, I mean, like this is, this can really change somebody's whole entire life or not. Um, and I don't know, I just wanted a kind of a lighthearted way to kind of discuss a more serious topic. Um, I know like for me um, (laughs) I have I don't know taken a more and I always kind of had this approach like I just started grad school and so I'm like you know if there was ever a chance that I was pregnant like I (laughs) told a couple of different friends and my sister um, like if I just call you with the question of hey do you want a baby I don't need you to ask any other questions I need a yes or a no and then that's gonna let me know my next steps like yes or no um right and now like I always said that kind of jokingly but now with like the overturning of Roe I'm kind of like no for real yeah I call you being like do you want to be like I need to be like you need to say yes or no right and we can discuss other stuff later but I need a yes or a no especially like my sister she lives um in a state where it's allowed right now so um like or if I call you be like hey I'm coming after yeah. I didn't ask you that question I don't need you to ask no question <laughs> I need you to just be like okay what do you need how can I get to here first um just like, because it's it's serious it yeah. really is it really is and like I, like I definitely like the fact that we that we did this in this way you know so that way you know that we're able to talk about such a serious subject um you know, I'm, I've kind of gotten to the point too, where I'm just like, um, not apathetic, but also like, just also scared. Like I, like I've never really been scared. Um, you know, cause I've always like, you know, been like protected and, you know, really cautious about like birth control and all of that. But it's also gotten to the point where I feel like the next step is contraception and like I feel like access to that you know might not be there or just like flat out denial you know like what if I were to go into the doctor's office and ask for for birth control that you know they're going to tell me no or they're going to ask to speak to my husband I'm like first of all I don't even got a fucking husband number one um it's just me myself and I and like you know, so I, and which kind of harkens back to a story that I read about a woman. It was like some TikToker that posted a video about how she's having difficulty getting her prescriptions at Walgreens. Do you guys happen to see that video? I like the Twitter post about it, where it was like, okay. go, go ahead. Yeah, so it, there was a, a, a woman who was sharing her story about how she was trying to get pick up her prescription, her birth control pills from Walgreens. And she had like, 
she gets like a six month prescription or a year prescription like at a time so she had like four or so refills and so she like came in to try to pick it up and that the Walgreens uh the pharmacist or the tech you know basically like looked her up and down and was just like no we don't have we don't have that you have to go to your doctor to you know get that refilled or whatever and she's like really that's crazy because i thought i had like four or five like refills left and you know so she didn't get in contact with her doctor and her doctor's like i don't know why she would have told you that like you like you're good to go like you know you have prescriptions fill them out we don't contact them and so then it got to the point of like okay it's been delayed and so it wasn't like a flat out no. And so finally, I think she went back and spoke to a different person. And it turns out that the individual who told her no the, the first time was doing this to other women who were asking mm. for birth control and saying, you know, basically denying them their right to their birth control, you know, disobeying like doctor's orders, you know, and just because of her own personal beliefs. That's crazy. You know? Yeah. That's like so crazy. And like I think the craziest thing to me is like as someone who doesn't have like ovaries but has always been like, you know, pro-choice, like let people do whatever they want to do with their own bodies, like that doesn't hurt me any at all. Like, you know, let people do what they want to do. Like I also didn't realize like so much of like the nuances when it came to like birth control and like health and like stuff like that. Like where like there's medicines that are like associated with birth control, but people don't necessarily take them for that reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For other things and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's like, it's so much more nuanced than like a lot of people understand. Like, you know, a lot of this was never, it was always painted as it being like, you know, about like, you know, the Bible and, you know, right and wrong and blah, blah, blah. But like, it was never really about that. Like, I've been telling one of my friends who was like, who just didn't know a lot of this stuff, um, but does the primary media that he consumes is like from Facebook and from like the television news. And you can tell like when you talk to him, but um, you know, like just seeing that this, like when you really look a lot deeper, like a lot of the Republicans and people that have been pushing this, it's not about like you know that they are just the hardest christians and like you know this is what they believe this is about like this is about money that's all it's about it's about money and white supremacy like you know demographically speaking white women account for the majority of abortions in this country and with white supremacy being so vibrant right now you know they're very concerned with you know future white lives um and you know the idea of like what they call like the white genocide that's that's all that it's about it's about making sure that there's white people to exist in this country for you know decades to come um it was that uh like i guess some type of first of all trump is still having rallies (laughs) which is also a different thing um but it was some rally that he was at and like there was a female announcer i don't know if she's a politician i'm pretty sure she is but she literally said like thank you president trump for like the recent victory for white lives just referring to like the overturning of roe versus way and like for somebody to like clearly and like just unapologetically kind of just come out 
outright and say that it's like oh wow no like this is for real how some people feel and I guess another point that I would like to kind of reiterate too is like you know people have abortions for a bunch of different reasons um sometimes it's not always just like I don't want to be pregnant and even if that is the reason like that's your business um but it can literally be like save the person who is pregnant like save their life right um or to stop their you know um embryo fetus depending on like what stage they are in like from going through unnecessary pain right um like i know recently biden was giving a speech or a press conference about something he was talking about this like 10 year old girl from like ohio who was pregnant and wanted an abortion and she had to go to like indiana to get it and it's like you know she's pregnant because she was raped and also trying to be a 10 year old to give birth and like that for the body like there's um i know some research that said like basically birth for like a like a just the infant like is basically it's trauma essentially like you're being it's going through like almost like a traumatic experience and so to even like imagine for like a 10 year old trying to even do that process mm-hmm. like just how that could like honestly kill her <laughs> if mm-hmm. if things didn't go well and just even though it was like okay she you know I think a lot of people are like oh well you know states will have exceptions to it like it won't be blanket for everybody I'm like you know it won't like I know Arkansas they don't have a rape or incest um exception it's just a blanket kind of ban Mm -hmm. and so like you have to think about that like it's not just people like I think people have this kind of like I guess I guess my bottom line is people have this concept of like abortions are people who are like being careless or just being unsafe or being whatever and then they're just like I don't want to be pregnant like they're kind of like not owning up to their responsibilities Mm-hmm. which i'm just like even if that was the case and they still want right. to get abortion that's still their choice <laughs> and then also yeah. i'm like do you want somebody who is being just like careless and unsafe also bringing your life into the world i don't really exactly i don't get it but i was like that's not always or even most of the time i think the case when people end up like getting abortion um right mm-hmm. so i don't know and i and i can't i'm not gonna ever also speak for somebody or speak for a situation that I've never been in before so mm-hmm. like I don't even like to say like well if I if it was me I would do this or if it was me I would do that because I'm like I have no idea what I would do because I've never been in that situation I don't like to judge people based on a situation I've never been in and like decisions I've never had to make but mm-hmm. it's just the fact that it's not even an option for people anymore I think is that's really the issue mm-hmm. right. yeah like uh-huh. I I um I had someone tell me that like oh I just don't feel that like I feel like there should be like more consequences to having sex I was like but you realize that like you saying that is like not giving consequence to the person that's having sex the consequence is going on to the child it's like mm-hmm. oh well your parents shouldn't have had sex so good luck with existing now like I don't understand that mentality right. and then why should sex be have a consequence right right yeah why? Because like that, you think in your belief system, like what does it have to do with the next person? I mean, we could get off on a whole, I'm not going to, but we can get off on a whole tangent of how like you can view sexuality and stuff. And even if you are a good Christian person, like you can 
still have a positive view of it um like i said i'm not gonna get this whole another tangent but it's just it's it's also interesting to me for a country that preaches so much like individual autonomy mm-hmm. that we take away so much individual autonomy at the same time like it just doesn't make sense like we just did it with covid like right. we literally just did that with covid like oh yeah it's my body it's my choice i don't want to i don't want to get jabbed i, I should be able to choose and then yeah. they're like mm, actually <laughs> yeah right, right. Right. I shouldn't have to wear a mask. I should be able to go to the grocery or like the restaurants and whatever that I want to go to without wearing one. But mm-hmm. you just had all of that, and then now you flip around and be like, "Well, actually, not my body, my choice again." So, yeah, yeah. I I actually saw kind of like on the conspiracy side of like why this could have happened at this time was that people were making that argument of my body, my choice in regards to getting vaccinated. And so they said, well, you know what? We're gonna eliminate the choice. So now you can't, you know, make the comparison between, you know, getting vaccinated to, you know, having an abortion because that choice has like been taken off the table now. Still um, the white right to privacy or like right. The- right. Right. It's still a healthcare decision, like at the end of the day, too. Yeah. But um, just kind of, I, I saw a video yesterday of a study. It's called the Turnaway Study. And um, it followed women who, um, who were able to get an abortion and those who were like denied. So they, they, um, they were tracking women who I think were like at 20 weeks versus 22 weeks. So like making the cutoff and just missing the cutoff. And so they were, you know, like tracking, like how did these women fare in terms of like, you know, the, I guess the, the result of being able to get an abortion and not being able to get one. And just like, as far as like reasonings that the women did have in terms of getting an abortion, there were three main reasons. The first one was not financially prepared. Um, you know, they just didn't see themselves like being able to financially care for a child, which kind of goes back to like, maybe if like Americans were making a living wage and being able to support a child, maybe then they would be more willing to like, you know, have kids or even want to have kids, you know. Um, Another reason was um, partner-related reasons. So the person that they were with at the time might not have been the best, um, like, relationship. And so they knew that they didn't want to, you know, have a child grow up into an environment that might not have been the most, like, emotionally or mentally, like, safe. Mm-hmm. And then the third reason was a need to focus on other children. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, they might have already had kids and this could have, you know, been like, you know, one that they just couldn't financially support and they needed to be able to give whatever resource that it was that they had to the kids that, you know, that were already here. And so again, like, just going back to, I like, I feel like, the the answer to women you know and families having more kids is very simple you know just provide decent decent wages provide maternity pater, uh, paternity leave um provide fucking health care 
so that, you know, women can give birth without having to go into, you know, debt to have a child, you know, um, all of that will daycare, you know, how even fucking universal pre-K, like, I don't understand how universal fucking pre-K is a point of contention. Like, are you, you serious? Like, I, I feel like that's just common sense. Right. As opposed to like, when it comes to just educating, you know, the people of like, you should, you should want, you know, the best for your citizens, you know, and like the best for your youth. And so all of that, like, I feel like whatever money we're divulging to, you know, other, you know, other countries, other, you know, other resources as in like, maybe like, you know, our, our war, you know, constant need for war and to be like, you know, I, I don't know how much our, our, our military budget is, but it's like insanely, like, just like over the fucking top. It's like, I bet you, if you just gave 10%, 5% of whatever that budget is, we could definitely solve like, a lot of these issues, you know, Absolutely. and, you know, just so that people, you know, feel supported and don't feel scared to have a kid. Like, I'm scared. Like, if I were to get pregnant right now, I'd be scared. And I'm like, you know, still like, I mean, I, I quote unquote, like, doing okay, you know, right. but I also know that it's a struggle, you know, and to, to bring into a child into, you know, my situation, you know, into even the climate that we're in now, like, why, like, it's just scary, like, being able to provide for another human being, that's a big responsibility. And to say to somebody like, oh, it's your consequence for having sex. Okay, but what's yours? Right. You know? Like, and then like that also, also to kind of boils down to just, um, contraception, uh, uh, contraception. Um, how, you know, sex education, people having a good sex education, you know, as they're growing up, you know, a lot of that, I think we kind of hinted to it earlier um, when we were playing the game is that, you know, a lot of it, the sex ed was basically, it was either like, don't have sex, you know, abstain, or like, sex is scary, um, you're going to get this and this disease, so just don't do it, versus like, okay, you know, sex is actually kind of, you know, it is enjoyable, but, you know, you also need to be safe. Here are some of the things that you can do to protect yourself, you know, and like enjoy sex responsibly versus like, you know, just saying and stigmatizing it to, you know, make people feel shameful, you know, and there was a, uh, one of my Facebook friends was talking about just the amount of shame that women are forced to feel when it comes to when it comes to being a mother when it comes to choosing not to be a mother when it comes to choosing you know a, a career over having kids where it's not being you know not being able to care for your family in the the right quote unquote the right way and it's just like why is there so much shame built into you know being a woman it's like yeah it's just yeah and that's one thing I was going to say from what you said, too. It's like people say like, oh, this is your consequence. But I was like, really, it's the woman's consequence or the person with the uterus, their consequence. I was like, you're not even because 
I'd love to, I mean, I don't want to, I don't love to see this, but I'm like, how many instances are we going to like keep both contributing biological parents accountable for like, if there is a pregnancy that's unwanted, but like you're being forced to carry it out. Well, who's responsible for it? Like, is right. it both biological parents or is it just the one who's carrying? Right. Because a lot of times it's just the one who's carrying mm-hmm. from what I can see. And I was looking at something else on, um, I saw it on Facebook, somebody posted it, but it was like also talking about the fact that like, you know, women can have like criminal charges, like if they choose to get an abortion, um, like an illegal abortion and how that's could also lead to like disenfranchisement because like you could lose voting rights. You could lose a lot of different things if that, if that happens, if you're charged for it. Right. It's a felony. So it's just interesting. Like, I think people kind of see this as like, oh, it's just, you know, ending abortions and we're going to have like all these happy babies running around and yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, there is so many more <laughs> implications for like overturning something that has a already been in our country for like how many decades, like over five decades or five yeah. decades already. Mm-hmm. So, and that's not even to say too, like, cause I think some people, I don't know. Another thing I want to kind of bring up too is like, I know I've seen this criticism of like, you know, this has been something that's already been affecting some people for a while now. And then like, now it's just kind of affecting like the overall group. I think that is true. Cause I was like, there are some States anyway, where it's already hard for people to get like access to like legal and safe abortions anyway. Like mm-hmm. I think in Arkansas, there's pretty much like two places you could go, maybe like Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like some places maybe in like Fayetteville. And those are like the two big kind of college towns or like college areas but mm-hmm. I was like other than that like if you're just in like a very rural part of the state where are you gonna go like you really don't have access um or if like a you just can't even afford it because I was like someplace you know it's not necessarily free so I was like if you I don't want to um I guess like how do I say this this is something that's already been affecting very like marginalized people but now it's just affecting everyone so I don't want to like kind of put a or like skip over the people where it's like this has already been affecting a lot of people at large who've already been in marginalized groups and now it's just really we can see like it's affecting the privileged groups too yeah yeah Yeah. but it's um it's definitely i mean it's if if this is an indicator of like where you know, the U.S. is going, it's really fucking scary, you know, like, um, you know, what, you know, what next thing will they, you know, take control over, you know, um, and there was a, um, there were, you know, they were talking about, you know, other world leaders, you know, discussing about the, the Roe v. Wade and, like, how there's even, like, outrage like even like amongst conservative, like even Boris Johnson was just like, like, like no, that's like you know that's unacceptable. You shouldn't like that's a that's a human rights violation. And so I don't know which country it was from, which country it was from, but there was a a man who was speaking and he was just talking about how America gets a pass on human rights violations all the fucking time, and yet nobody in the, you know, in, in the world ever like confronts Americans say, hey, you're committing, you know, you're committing crimes. Like these are, you know, 
rights again, you know, uh, these are human rights violations. Like you're taking individual rights from citizens and yet like America is like so gung-ho about, you know, like human rights and going to other countries and telling them what they can and can't do or what they should and shouldn't do. And yet you have Americans being stripped away of like basic, you know, human rights and nobody in the outside world ever says anything about it, you know? Um, so, I mean, I'm hoping, you know, that like other countries and other world leaders will like, you know, will say something and, you know, call us out and, you know, maybe something then could be done. Cause like, I think sometimes like America feels separate from the rest of the world. Yeah. You know, like we're an exception to things. Yeah. Yeah. And just like no, and being separate, but also just like isolated too, you know, as in like, we're just not even aware just like of other countries and, mm. you know, um, we're like so indoctrinated that, um, you know, that America is the best, that this is, you know, you know, it's, it's almost like they built this illusion and they built, you know, us to be, you know, to, to believe it and, you know, don't want us to see like the outside and like what's going on. It's like the whole, uh, <laughs> I think of like the avatar reference where, what did, what does it say? Bossing say is, uh, oh, yeah. there is no war in bossing say. It's like America is great. Right. <laughs> and it's also like, I know just talking to people they you know they're like oh well, like we have so much freedom and so much whatever compared to like other countries and then just like looking at the other countries they're comparing it to i'm like why don't you compare us to other like democratic majority i mean just to be honest majority white um rich countries and compare what we have compared to like look at what we have compared to them and i'm like it will not be the same because people are always like well compare it to like i don't know i, I don't even want to put a country's other country's name right. out there but compare it to so and so like we have so many rights and freedoms compared to them and i'm like is your benchmark like women being able to wear the clothes that they want to compare it to like oh that's so much more freedom than like <laughs> i'm so like why is that Korea, it's not bad it's like but look who you have to compare us to right <laughs> to make it look not bad and I don't know that just gets me like every and then like also with this in like literally the wake of like school sh- like the Uvalde school shooting and stuff and it's like we claim so much like oh we you know this is about lives like for children and like their happiness and whatever and it's like we can't even get school shootings to stop right we can't even agree on that but yet we can't even agree on universal pre-k but yet we're out here like oh yeah let's just have everybody having babies all the time like this isn't a question about it's not a just like oh like this is about all the welfare of like children and all of that because i'm like if it was then we'd be doing other things to ensure the welfare. like we are also in the middle of a teacher shortage right now Mm -hmm. and it's like okay so you just passed this (laughs) or overturned this and we're in the middle of a teacher shortage and we already like a suck at education. Like we were ranked behind a whole bunch of other other countries anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'd hate like in the next decade of seeing like what people who are like in childcare or who are in education. 
Like it's gonna be it's gonna be horrible. Like I don't elementary school teachers out there, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> like I'm sorry of what you're probably gonna have to deal with in the next however like just decade because it's gonna be like yeah. I don't I unless something drastic I mean I don't know the future so unless something drastic changes I just don't because it was already a struggle before so I just don't really know like what that will look like even Mm -hmm. because you'll have now like I mean there's a lot of different things like even just the like being in an environment where it's like your parent did not want you and resents you like people like to think that like oh every pregnancy like people are happy to become parents like the baby changes everything that is not the case trust me is somebody going into counseling cycle that's not the case people do not just change their tune of like I never wanted to have this kid oh the baby's here I guess I'm fine with it now I was like Mm -hmm. you're gonna have so much just family dysfunction if not even just trauma from like people having kids that they do not want Mm -hmm. yeah yeah or people having kids that they were I mean honestly they were forced to have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like they don't think of that or care even if they do think about it it's like well they should have been you know that should should have been having sex and i'm like Mm. what about also the women who are like the people with the uterus who weren't like consensually having sex i was like why is that the consequence for them Mm -hmm. when they didn't consent to any of this like i don't it's just it's a whole just big confusion for me like i don't understand well, I think that's also by design too, just like keeping us confused, keeping us like just in the dark and not, um, you know, not not wanting us to realize just like how fucked up things are, you know, yeah. but not that, that, you know, and when we do, you know, but it's also to a point to where we just like feel like we don't have any power, you know, like we feel powerless. Um, but I, you know, I'm, I, I think you had said this, uh, nerd boy about like this being like the last like push that conservatives or conservatism like had, Can you yeah. kind of explain that a little bit. So I was, I was watching this TikTok basically. Um, and this guy was talking about this like scientific article that he had read. Where basically it's something that occurs in healthcare specifically, where I can't remember what he specifically called like the death push or the death stride or something like that. But basically, he was saying that this is what happens when you have individuals who are like, you know, on their last leg, like, you know, they're pretty much, you know, one foot in the coffin. Um, but he says, you know, that the months prior to that, to their death, they'll be like, you know, very sick, blah, blah, blah. And then like the last few moments before they die is like, you know, there's this spurt of energy. There's this push to do this, this and that. And then that's it. You know, they're they're dead. So he was saying that he was suggesting that this the push for conservatives right now, like with the the loss of like, you know, Roe v. Wade and like all these, you know, the Miranda rights and all this, this and that. Like there's this 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 very hard push by conservatives right now because it's like they know that they're about to go extinct. Like they know that this is like the end for them. So it's like, you know, might as well make it count essentially. But that kind of gave me hope 
like you know it's like oh okay you know i guess we don't really have anything else <laughs> it's <Yeah>. allegory <laughs> silver lining <laughs> yes yeah, silver lining hypothetical it's, silver lining at that right but i don't I mean and i don't like i was talking about this with my sister too the other day like at this point i'm kind of tired of like people being like well here's statistics on this and here's like what you know research has shown us about that and like or just like even people giving like their own stories because at this point i'm like we've been doing that and doing that and doing that and doing that for i don't know how long like both sides to be honest yeah and we don't seem to be changing anybody's mind either way like i was like i can't think of a single thing that somebody could say to me that would change my mind on a woman's right to choose right. and i also can't think of a single thing that i could say to somebody who views differently that would change their mind yeah. so i'm just like at this point people just feel how they feel but i'm like you can feel how you feel but still find a compromise that doesn't take away an individual like for a country that was kind of founded upon like hey individual freedoms i'm like you can again feel how you feel but how you feel should not take away somebody else's rights like that's literally kind of one of our principles in the constitution like you can feel how you feel about i don't know murder mm-hmm. and that's fine like you if you think murder is a good idea great like i'm not obviously this is this you know just a hypothetical right. situation but you can't just go out and kill people and be like well i think murder is a good idea well yeah but you just took away somebody else's individual rights mm-hmm. by doing that by murdering them so you can't just do that kind of stuff or like you can think stealing is a great idea Right. Okay, but you can't just go out and take somebody else's property because it takes away their rights to their property. So it's like, I don't get why we don't use that same concept with like reproductive issues. I don't I don't get it. Like you can feel how you feel about abortion, but you cannot take away somebody else's individual rights to that. Like right. that, that that's what I don't get. And I know people would probably argue like, well, you can't take somebody's individual rights to life, but I'm like, it depends on what you consider life. a human life at that point. And then also like, you know, it comes into like, which life is more valid. Cause I was like, you have situations where it's like a woman is literally choosing between herself and the fetus. What that baby. Right? So I'm like, you can't. That baby's not going to help me wash these dishes, pay these bills. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no. My thing is too, I'm like, I don't see a situation where like the government should have to regulate that when it's a very individual, right, unique situation for each person. I'm like, let them decide that between themselves, their family, their friends, and their doctor, whoever they want to involve in that decision. But that's not something like I don't see the government being able to a just regulate effectively, to be honest, mm-hmm. because it's such an individualized like circumstance. Like everybody's situation is different. So why do we have this blanket like, okay, well, or people now are just kind of using the arguments of like states' rights, like just leave it up to the states to decide. Because states have been doing such a great job with like ensuring mm-hmm. child welfare and individual welfare so far already. Mm-hmm. That's just, it's just, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make I, sense. I kind of want to talk a little bit about like, like individual, like what is a human, what is a life, what is an individual's rights, and we're like in terms of like the fetus mm-hmm. and like the mother. Um, and this is like so, like how ridiculous like that that um, argument is, 
you know, they, our friend uh, had shared this with us yesterday about the pregnant woman in Dallas who was um, driving in an HOV lane. And I guess she got a, a ticket because, you know, you're supposed to have at least two passengers in the car to be driving in the HOV lane. And her argument or like her argument is that, you know, well, under the Texas abortion law, you know, shouldn't my fetus count as a passenger? Like, that's just like, that's just how ridiculous this argument right. can like, can go. I was like, if you're saying that this baby that I'm carrying right. is, is an individual, is a person, then do they count as a passenger? Do they, you know? Right. Do they count like, on my taxes? Do they right. count? Right. Like, they, they should by your by your by your rules and i was gonna say too like i'm reminded um i think recently like there is a case i can't remember which state it was but there was this woman and black woman of, i mean once i described the situation you'd be like of course it was a black woman um was pregnant i believe and then police came in and like shot her accident like not intentionally you know from what was said and you know ruled like oh it wasn't like I think the jury recently ruled like it wasn't a wrongful like shooting or something like that like they were justified or whatever and it's like well okay you just killed her but like and if I'm not mistaken I want to say that she was pregnant I'm like well then what about the you know embryo feed I don't know what stage of pregnancy she was in right. but it's like well what about that like if you're going to say that life starts at conception right what about that it can just like that mm-hmm. yep yep mm whole arguments weak as hell like it it falls apart the second that you just think about it critically you know like because it's it's, i don't know i just feel like it should be left up to a person in that situation who's also like i mean like they're experiencing it so like right i think they can have enough wherewithal to make their own decisions in that situation right Mm -hmm. instead of the government just being like well you have to do this I mean, like, obviously for certain stuff, like, it makes sense for the government to, like, just regulate it, blanket. But for that, because it's just, it could be so many different circumstances, so many different things. And it's really just a health care decision. I might leave it to the individual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Should we leave it on that note? Yeah. Yeah, because we said a lot. In our game, so... Guess I'll start signing us off. Well, everybody, this has been Minority Time Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. We surely did. We hope that you learned a few things. I know that I did. And uh, you know, just to sign us off, I'm Nerd Boy IV, and with me I have Posse Sally and Kay. Thanks. And I just also want to throw this in there because we've had this before, but we haven't always uh, necessarily said it. But just a disclaimer that the views expressed in this podcast represent us as individuals and our own opinions. Do they not represent anyone that we are necessarily affiliated with? Um, And feel free to disagree with us. You know, hit us up and say, hey, we kind of disagree with what y'all said. That's fine. Let's have a discourse. But I just want to throw that disclaimer in there, too. Absolutely. Well, once again, Minority Time Podcast. Rate us five stars. And, uh, like share subscribe yes all of that thank you for listening bye everyone bye
I always wave. 